ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Belgium, the Philippines, and Uganda, and in the states of Indiana, New Jersey, and Oklahoma, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is have only healthy relationships All relationships should be based in trust, respect, and safety. Weed out all relationships that do not bring you joy or the potential of joy. This includes family. Some relationships can be changed. Others cannot. Know the difference and act accordingly. Marianne Seagart says that narrowing the authority gap begins at home. Not many of us grew up in homes where the females were given equal respect and authority. We learned by example that the men had the power no matter how accomplished the women were. My father called my older sister Gailey Boy as a constant reminder that she was a disappointment having had the nerve to be born a girl. My mother had our neighbor teach her how to drive, but my mother... My father never let her use the car. She didn't drive until the age of 67 after my father transitioned. He allowed her to go back to work part-time when my sister went to college with the conditions that she tell no one and the money would only be used for vacations, not the running of the household. My parents didn't come to my graduation when I got a PhD because girls shouldn't have that much education. When I was elected president of various organizations, my father was angry 
because girls should only be the secretary or treasurer. Marrying in the 60s, I had the illusion that I was creating a true partnership based on a mutual belief in the principles of feminism. I was wrong. At 58, I finally admitted that having a successful career did not mean that I had equality and respect at home. My husband was clearly in charge of the important decisions and diminished me for the fun of it. I had not escaped my upbringing. I left to be free, to discover who I really was, to be self-empowered, to heal, and to thrive. Now, all my relationships are based in trust, respect, and safety, and bring me joy. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third-dimension Earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. Experiencing synchronicity is one of the gifts of the higher dimensions whenever it happens. It's like a message from the universe, from God and Goddess, that I am being watched over, guided, and taken care of. When we book our guests for the show, I don't plan when I want them on the air. I tried to do that initially and discovered it was not feasible. I decided to leave it to chance. What I discovered was that my guys were much better at orchestrating the time of of my guests than I was. There's a flow that I couldn't have created on my own. And then there are the synchronicities. Today's guest is talking about allowing women to reach their full potential at the beginning of Women's History Month. Last month was LGBTQ plus History Month in the United Kingdom, and we had a program on how fourth gender and sexual roles hurt everyone. Even if I tried to plan that, I never would have thought to check the UK's calendar of events. Noticing synchronicities helps us look at life from a different perspective. We can rise above the challenges of our physical lives and know that we are always receiving help. God and goddess and our guides are always talking to us. The question is, are we listening? Choosing to be positive, choosing to think See, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022. Acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Marianne Sieghart who is here to talk about bridging the authority gap, taking women seriously. 
After our episode last week with Dr. Patricia Meusum, I received the following email from Charlie. I found Dr. Patricia's personal story inspirational. The concept of being without doing is simple yet profound. I now understand that if we create peace within ourselves through simply being in the moment and not doing anything, our intuition can provide answers to the challenges we face and allow us to be healthier. It is unfortunate that the goal for most of us is to get ahead at all costs, which undoubtedly contributes to stress and disease. The idea of slowing down and surrendering to the present moment is refreshing. I also appreciate her discussing the four primary medicines that everyone needs, food, lifestyle, relationships, and purpose to create absolute health. Thank you, Charlie. Peace is possible as are miracle healings like Dr. Patricia's father experienced after decades of paralysis. For those who missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page for more on the power of the mind-body-spirit connection and healing peace. Please listen to some of my previous shows like April 2nd, 2020 with Nikki Gresham Record, Health, Happiness, and Healing Through Belief Change. June 11th, 2020, with Ellen Meredith, Using the Energy in Your Body to Heal Yourself, and November 12th, 2020, with Bonnie McLean, Integrative Medicine, a Powerful Tool for Healing. You can hear these shows or any others you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Sick to Death, Doctors and Prescription Drugs Don't Always Help, posted in May 2018. This blog reminds us that we must take charge of our own health and find health care providers who we trust and who listen to us. Here's an excerpt. My guest, Maggie Hadley-West, revealed some disturbing facts about the medical profession and pharmaceutical companies. She described her 30-year journey of failed attempts to diagnose her lifelong thyroid condition. Maggie did her best to take care of her health with acupuncture, homeopathy, and her naturopath. When she was ready to give up on Western medicine, she stumbled upon a doctor who diagnosed her correctly just by looking at her, even before he examined her. She told us that the main diagnostic test for thyroid disease is only accurate about 15% of the time. As if this weren't disturbing enough, she explained that the American Medical Association and many medical schools receive large sums of money from the pharmaceutical companies in the beginning stages of their development. The pharmaceutical companies' money gave those universities and the AMA what they needed in order to begin which gave them, the pharmaceutical companies, a great deal of influence on the medical professions, which is still strong today. 
These companies conduct a lot of the trainings that doctors attend for required continuing education credits. The content of those meetings is often advertising for new products they're marketing. When Maggie added that a lot of the research used to prove the effectiveness of various drugs is falsified, I began to feel like I was in a bad crime movie, but I wasn't. To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video series titled Seeking Alternatives to Pharmaceutical Drugs, which discusses new ways to think about healing. Because of Russia's attack on the Ukraine, we are all living with shock, sadness, fear, anxiety, and pain. It doesn't help the people in the Ukraine, however, if we are suffering. They need us to help them by raising the vibration of the Ukraine. That's what will determine the course of the war. Peace is part of the vibration of love, and war cannot exist in those high vibrations. We can help the people of the Ukraine raise their vibration while raising our own vibration and helping us all to release fear. Every week, until there is peace, I will be doing this technique with you so we can all send love and protection to the Ukraine. Do this with me now. Imagine a big pink heart, like a balloon surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love, and it was infused by God with love. Allow yourself to see it feel it, and or just know it is there. Do this every time you think about what is happening in the Ukraine. Instead of turning on the news and increasing your fear, do this simple technique to help diminish your fear while protecting the Ukraine. While protecting the Ukraine. Love is the great healer. The more love you create within yourself in the Ukraine, the more you will contribute to raising the vibration, which is what will end this war before it spreads. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, and on social media, and do it at home with your children. Now for my silver lining story. When I began reading my silver lining story last week, my computer touchscreen froze, making it harder to read my story and scroll down the page at the same time. These kinds of events always have a meaning, but I couldn't figure it out until I was telling a close friend. As I was saying that it was the first time I had shared my sexual childhood abuse story on air, I realized my voice had frozen when the sexual abuse began. This was an important revelation because I had thought that my father's temper had caused me to develop my habit of thinking through everything I said before I said it to make sure that nothing would trigger his anger. The frozen screen was telling me that my fear of speaking my truth stemmed from my fear of revealing the secret that my uncle was sexually abusing me. Something that began when I was five years old affected me for 70 years. The next day, my uncle's spirit came to me to apologize. I asked him how he could do that to a little child, and he said he wasn't inhabiting his body by that time, that evil forces had taken control. 
He talked about the anger he felt at the abuse he suffered in Poland during the pogroms, where their store and home were stolen by the government and their lives were constantly at risk. He said he made bad choices and sees now that he could have been more like his siblings or me. When he was finished, I felt healed. Although he didn't ask, I told him I forgave him, which I did. I saw the hurt, scared four-year-old who didn't know how to cope with all the loss, including the loving father who left for America to earn money to bring over his family. I felt the gentle kindness of his soul. I let go of judgment and the pain I was carrying left with it. The burden of the past was gone along with the remnants of my anger, fear of hurting someone with my words and fear of speaking my thoughts. The root cause of the final missing piece was discovered. There's a new ease emerging in my life. My personal screen is no longer frozen. I wonder how many other women have repressed memories of childhood sexual abuse and have held back their potential because of hidden fears of being seen and heard. Our guest, Marianne Seekhart, is the author of The Authority Gap, Why Women Are Still Taken Less Seriously Than Men and What We Can Do About It. Seagard is a London-based journalist and broadcaster. She has been a senior editor and columnist at the London Times, The Independent, The Economist, and Financial Times, writing about politics, economics, feminism, and parenthood. She has presented many programs on BBC Radio Ford, was a visiting fellow of All Souls College, Oxford. She chaired the Social Market Foundation Think Tank, is a visiting professor at King's College London, since on numerous boards, and is chair of the Judges for the Women's Prize for Fiction 2022. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. While on my website, learn more about my two on-demand guided meditation videos, One connects you to two of your past lives and the other to your inner angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what personal examples have you had of the authority gap? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Marianne Seekhart, who is here to talk about bridging The Authority Gap, Taking Women Seriously. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. To nourishment of this uh, uplift your life nourishment of the spirit if you're just tuning in I'm Dr. Paula the life doctor I always appreciate hearing from you my listeners and as a top show when you choose to advertise with me you reach hundreds of thousands of people if this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show and make a donation or become part of the conversation today please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com I love you and value what you have to say so please let me know what's on your mind and heart I hope you thought about what personal examples Examples you have had of the authority gap. I'm so grateful to welcome Marianne Seagart, who's here to discuss bridging the authority gap, taking women seriously. Marianne, it's really a, a pleasure to have you on the show. You've done such serious and important research, and this topic is so timely because it really is. Um, The world needs what women have to share and to say and to do. We are losing the gifts of half of the population by our old habits and lack of awareness of how those habits are hurting us, um, both men and women. So would you help us to see more clearly how the... um, how how women are being held back and disrespected, and um, it, with it, within the larger society, the world, and in our homes, in our workplace, in our volunteer world, um, in all areas. 
Yes, of course. Lovely to be on the show, by the way. Thank you for asking me. Well, the authority gap is really the, it's the mother of all gender gaps because if we don't take women as seriously as men, we're not going to hire them as readily. We're not going to promote them as much. We're definitely not going to pay them as much. And we're going to dent women's confidence and hold them back in their careers. And the authority gap is just the extent to which we still take men more seriously than women. We assume a man knows what he's talking about until he proves otherwise, whereas for a woman, it's just all too often the other way around. And so we tend to underestimate women, patronize them, interrupt them when they're talking. Uh, We're resistant to letting them influence our views. We challenge their authority. And we often feel uncomfortable when they're in a position of authority or leadership. And I know some men listening to this might think, really, is that still the case? Well, For a start, I like to use the analogy that if you're a man, it's a bit like swimming in a river with a really strong current, and you can't feel the current, but you see the banks racing past you, and you think, wow, I'm a really strong swimmer. And then you see women swimming in the opposite direction, struggling to make headway against the current, and you think, oh, they're just not as good at swimming as I am. We can feel the current, and of course, you can't. But you might think, well, surely, you know, Let's hear some real evidence for the existence of the authority gap. Well, there are quite a lot of academic studies. So, for instance, there was a a very interesting one quite recently, which looked at thousands of hours of U.S. Supreme Court proceedings. And you don't get much more authoritative than being a, a U.S. Supreme Court justice. And although women make up only a third of the justices, they suffer two thirds of all interruptions. So they're four times more likely to be interrupted than their male colleagues. 96% of the time by men. And I cite loads of other academic studies and research in the book. But I think one way to really prove the existence of the authority gap is to look at people who've lived as both men and women. And the reason why this works is because normally, if you're a woman, and say you are up for promotion, uh, competing against a male colleague, and he gets the job and you don't, And you may suspect that some sort of bias was at play, but it's terribly hard to prove it, isn't it? Because he may just be better than you. But if you're looking at exactly the same person with the same intelligence and ability and personality and experience and body of work, and they're treated completely differently once they start living in the opposite gender, then I think that's pretty good proof that the authority gap exists. So I'm quickly going to tell you a story of two Stanford professors who happened to transition in opposite directions at exactly the same time. They were both science professors. And Ben Barris, a neuroscientist, once he started living as a man, he said, I've had the thought a million times. I'm just taken more seriously now. My work is taken more seriously. The same damned work, as he put it, is taken more seriously now that people see me as a man. And someone who didn't know his history was overheard saying at the back of one of his seminars, oh, Ben Barris gave a great seminar today, but then his work's so much better than his sister's, i.e. himself. And meanwhile, Joan Roughgarden, an evolutionary biologist, transitioned in the opposite direction to start living as a woman. And she said that when she was living as a man, it was like being on a conveyor belt to success. She said everything was mapped out for her. She spoke, people listened, she was respected. Once she started living as a woman, all that changed. And suddenly she came up against all the sort of instances of the authority gap that I write about. 
being patronized and underestimated and all that sort of thing. And she said to start with, I thought, well, if I'm going to live as a woman, I'm darn well going to be discriminated against like a woman. And then she said, well, the thrill of that has worn off, I can tell you. Her confusion. (laughs) (laughs) It's not so much fun. (laughs) Not so much fun, right? And her conclusion was men are assumed to be competent until proven otherwise. And women are assumed to be incompetent until they prove otherwise. Right. I mean, I remember at one point wishing for many years, wishing that I were a man because it was so clear that they had the power and I had to struggle to be heard. Um, One supervisor was complaining that no one had caught, you know, an error. And I said, but I did. And I told you. (laughs) And he he didn't, he never heard me. (laughs) Never heard you. Yeah, that is such a classic. There's, you know, there's this phenomenon, which I'm sure you could, well, you've obviously come across, and I bet every female listener to this show has, which is that you make a point at a meeting, no one takes a blind bit of notice, 10 minutes later, a man makes exactly the same point, and everyone goes, oh, yes, brilliant, brilliant, what a great idea. Now, we tend to beat ourselves up about this, and we think, oh, maybe I wasn't eloquent enough, or I didn't put the point well enough, or I wasn't confident enough. No, you were just too female. And this has actually been proved by some researchers who put actually a mixed-sex group of people together ostensibly to decide a child custody case. And they deliberately chose this topic because it's actually quite female stereotyped. You'd expect women to be good at it. And they gave the group a lot of pieces of information about the family concerned. But they gave a few individual members a piece of information that the other members of the group didn't have. And when that information was introduced by a man to the discussion, it was six times more likely to be used by the group in its deliberations than when it was introduced by a woman. That's how much harder it is for a woman to be heard and to exert influence, six times harder. And, and I have experienced that as well. And when I went to a colleague to say, I don't understand how that happened, he said, well, it must be some way that you didn't present it that, you know, you could have done better. So I had that exact experience and, and, and struggled for years to try to figure out what I was doing wrong. And the answer is you weren't doing anything wrong. I mean, so, so much of this discussion up to now, I think, has been about how we can fix women. And what I'm saying is it's not women we need to fix. It's how we perceive women and how we react to them and how we interact with them that's got to change. And when I say, say we, that's not just men, it's women too, because we all suffer from unconscious bias against women, even if we're women ourselves, amazingly. Well, I think sometimes even more so because we're wanting, I mean, it's, we want to identify with the power. Yeah, it is partly that, and it's partly because... As you said earlier in the show, you know, most of us have grown up in households in which our father probably had more power and more authority than our mother. So that was a role model we had. It made it much easier to associate male with authority than female. And we've all grown up in a world in which men are still basically in charge. Even now, you know, only 8% of the Fortune 500 CEOs are women. That means 92% are men. There are three men for every woman in Congress. You know, so it's not surprising that our brains are hardwired to believe that men are and perhaps even should be in charge, however much we think we believe in inequality. 
So how will, I mean, it's clear how women will benefit from a, a, a narrowing of the authority gap. How would men benefit? Well, funnily enough, I was really, really pleased when I discovered all the research about this because I had feared that gender equality was just like a seesaw, you know, women rise, men fall, and that I'd have to appeal to men's sense of altruism or justice or fairness, you know, give us a bit, give us more of a break. But actually, what the research shows is that both in more gender equal countries and more gender equal US states, they actually looked at that, and also in more gender equal relationships, straight ones, that is, in which the, the man and the woman share the childcare and the chores pretty equally. Not only are the women happier and healthier, which you might expect, and the children are happier and healthier and they do better at school and they have fewer behavioral difficulties and the girls are more ambitious and the boys are less likely to be violent, but the men themselves are happier and healthier. So they are twice as likely to say that they're satisfied with their lives. They are half as likely to be depressed. They're much less likely to get divorced. They tend to drink less, smoke less, take fewer drugs. They get more sleep at night. And here's the absolute clincher. They get more frequent and better sex. So guys, this is really in your Now that's something they can hear, right? Now that's a stereotype. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes, so, but everyone... Everyone benefits when when there's more health, there's more happiness. Um, so equality and respect. Um, you know, I'm thinking it, it there mu- it must be a burden, a hidden burden that men carry. You know, when they think that they have to be the breadwinners, they have to be the ones making the decisions because then everything falls on their shoulders, the success or failure of the family, of the business, of whatever it is. Absolutely. I mean, I think male stereotypes are as damaging and difficult for men as female stereotypes are for women. And, you know, my plea is let's just ditch the stereotypes. Let's just treat everybody as an individual. Let's treat everybody equally. We don't have to overlay them with these crazy, really old-fashioned stereotypes. Well, that is um, something that is extremely important for us to pursue after the break because um, how can we change things and how can we make it a better world for everybody on a personal level and on a larger scale? Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. you receive the information on our shows, important information from each show, and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, their creative and sequential mind, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating 
lasting change, and self-empowerment. During the commercials, think about what you can do to diminish the authority gap. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Marianne Sieghart to talk more about bridging the authority gap, taking women seriously. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I thought you, I hope you thought about what you can do to diminish the authority gap. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Cherian can help you. And I'm so thankful we're, we're here with Marianne Sieghart talking about bridging the authority gap, taking women seriously. Um, Marianne, thank you so much. You have so much knowledge and you share it with in such an interesting way. It's like, you know, we're hungry for more, which is in the book, which is also extremely well written. But I was I was wondering, um, help, I, there was a um, kind of a, a thought process that you were suggesting that may be helpful for men to understand what um, what it's like to be uh, um, to experience uh, the what women do in terms of being diminished or overlooked or not listened to. Yes, because I I often think it helps to flip these things round. So, if you are a man listening to this, um, let me ask you to do this thought experiment. So imagine living in a world in which you were routinely patronized 
by women. Imagine having your views ignored or your expertise frequently challenged by them. Imagine trying to speak up in a meeting only to be talked over by female colleagues. Imagine women subordinates resisting you as a boss merely because of your gender. Imagine women superiors promoting other women even if they're less talented than you. Imagine people always addressing the woman you're with before you. Imagine writing a book and finding that half the population is reluctant to read it because it's written by a man. Imagine expressing a view on social media and getting death threats and rape threats in reply. Now, would you just shrug your shoulders and say, oh, well, that's fair enough. Men are different from women. Or would it really infuriate you? I think I can guess. And I think doing that mental experiment makes you understand just how much harder it is to be a woman, even now in this age of so-called gender equality. Thank you. I, I think that that's really powerful. And even for some women, I think to think about it from the lens that you just presented, because I think often we are as unconscious of what's going on around us and or don't understand it as happening because we're a woman. We personalize it and think, as we mentioned in in the last segment, we think it must be about us. I'm doing something wrong as opposed to this is happening because I'm a woman. And so to to re-understand from a new lens what's going on in your life can shift your self-esteem and the way you approach things and maybe even who you choose to be around and what job you choose to take. Yeah, I mean, it can make an enormous difference. I think if you're in a sexist workplace and you've got the chance to, just leave because it's probably not going to change. And you could be so much happier and feel so much better in yourself if you were working with people who did treat you with equal respect. Exactly. And I eventually left the workplace for those reasons. And I chose to then start working for myself. And um, life got much better, um, even with less money initially. You know, it's it's not about the money. If you're living with stress um, because you're disrespected on a daily basis, then that doesn't create a life of joy and happiness and um, self-esteem. Now, it really grinds you down, and it just dents your confidence every time this happens. And so often women are told, well, you should just be more confident. Well, it's really hard to do that if people don't take any notice of you, overlook you, underestimate you, patronize you, interrupt you. You know, if these things are happening every day in the workplace, of course you're going to have your confidence dented. Right. Or my personal favorite, you're too sensitive. Um, Yes. Oh, yes. And you're you're so right, because this sort of covert sexism is so much harder to call out than than the old-fashioned overt kind, because if you do speak up and say, no, hang on a minute, you know, you you weren't listening to what I was saying, they'll say, yes, I was. You're just being spot, you're just being paranoid, you're being sensitive, as you say, you're being tricky, you know, prickly, difficult. And then they gaslight you about it. Exactly. Do you want to define gaslight for people who may not know? Oh, sure. Gaslighting is when you make someone 
uh, you imply that the other person is, is, is sort of crazy and, uh, and not being rational. It actually comes from an Alfred Hitchcock film, which I think was called Gaslight, wasn't it? Um, yes. Where, where a man claims that his, his wife or girlfriend is, is going crazy and she's just imagining things. And in fact, he's setting it all up. Right. So we become the, the target if we, when we do try to speak up. So let's talk a little bit about, I think we understand the problem. What do we do about it? What, what can we do as a, um, as a life partner, as a parent? What can we do in our there's, families? There's so much we can do. And in fact, I counted the other day, I've got 140 solutions in the last chapter of the book. And the reason there are so many is that each individual instance of the authority gap is quite small. I mean, it's very annoying to be interrupted. It's a bit like having, you know, a mosquito buzzing around your face, but it's not career-ending. But they roll up like compound interest. They accumulate over the course of a lifetime to create this huge gap between women and men, both in opportunity and achievement. And, and as a result, the solutions are also individual and small, but they're very important. And, and the first thing we all have to understand is that we however liberal or intelligent or even female we are, we probably harbor some unconscious bias against women and probably against people of a different color, of a different class, all sorts of unconscious bias. And we can't stop it or put a lid on it. And we don't need to feel ashamed of it. It's called unconscious for a reason. We don't do it deliberately. But we can recognize that it's based on incorrect assumptions, you know, that men are somehow superior to women and then correct for it when it rears its head. And so the more we become aware of this bias, I think, the more we can change things. So, for instance, as a partner, I think we've got to start from the premise that this is a relationship of equals. And if we're in a relationship with a woman, we can give equal weight to her career if that's what she wants. And we should always treat what she says with respect. We should take equal responsibility for the unpaid work at home and not just see it as helping her. You know, you're both responsible. It's a, it's a team effort doing all the, all the unpaid work at home. We can be prepared to work flexibly if necessary once children are born. And actually, men who work flexibly are much more satisfied with their work-life balance than those who don't. So it's actually in their interest too. And I think it's really important. You were talking about this earlier in the program. It's really important that our children see us as parents having equal authority at home because we're the first people they're going to learn from. And if they see that the man, the father, is in charge of the mother, that's going to be the template for the rest of their lives. And if they see us sharing the household chores and the childcare equally, that's going to be a role model for them too. And it also means that, that children have a much better relationship with their father if they see him really mucking, mucking in at home and particularly sharing the, the childcare. We need to treat our sons and daughters as absolute equals and have equal expectations for them. Raise our sons to respect girls and women. I think that's pretty important. You know, don't allow them to interrupt their sisters over, over, over the dinner table. Um, we can try to counteract our sons' belief that boys are superior. And one of the most depressing pieces of research I came across was when American middle school boys were asked what was the best thing about being a boy, the second most popular answer after sport was not being a girl. Isn't that depressing? Wow. Yeah. Uh, another thing we can do is really instill confidence and self-belief in our daughters. And now, 
I interviewed a lot of very successful, powerful women, you know, former presidents and prime ministers and CEOs, people like Janet Yellen, um, Mary McAleese, Julia Gillard for the book. And I was interested in their childhoods and whether there was any sort of common thread. And almost to a woman, they said, my father really believed in me. And I thought, how fascinating. Not just my parents, but my father. And it was as if this somehow gave them a license to succeed in a world of men. That they'd, you know, that, that they'd, they'd got this belief from their father and that gave them confidence. I think another thing we need to do is to avoid telling our daughters that they're pretty and our sons that they're clever. This happens so often. Mm. Girls are rewarded for being ornamental and boys for being instrumental, you know? And that makes them grow up believing that boys will be successful if they're good at doing things and girls will be successful if they just look good. And we really don't want to instill that in our children anymore, do we? No, and Uh, you know... as, as you're talking, if I can just interject this one thing that um, I remember the research that in junior high school, when girls start getting interested in boys, they start dummying down because they don't want to threaten the boys and they don't want to outshine them because they want to be attractive as a partner who obviously would be more attractive if they weren't as intelligent or competent. Yeah, that is so true. And I remember doing it myself. I don't know if you do, but there was that, you know, we thought we would somehow be threatening to boys if we were cleverer than them or even as clever as them. And how sad is that? Exactly. Exactly. So we need to stop doing it to ourselves as well. It isn't only out there. It's also in us. You know, what are we doing to block ourselves? I mean, I will occasionally, you know, I've written a whole book about this and I'm really passionate about trying to get rid of, you know, uh, trying to get rid of the authority gap. But even I will sometimes hear a young woman being interviewed on the radio and maybe her voice is a bit high and she sounds a bit childish in the way that men can't because their voices break. And my instinctive reaction will be, oh, I wonder if she knows what she's talking about. And I'll go, no, stop it. Listen to the content of what she's saying and not the pitch of her voice and, and then judge her. You know, even I'm doing it. So we all have this bias, but we've really got to notice when it manifests itself and then do something about it. Exactly. And speaking of voices, there was a time when um, I used my GPS. I changed the voice intentionally to a woman so that I could feel good about taking instruction from a woman who was in charge and didn't have the man <laughs> telling me what to do. And, you know, it's we laugh, and I'm even laughing. But really, I think it's important because we are trained to listen to the man, and we can yeah. retrain ourselves to listen to the woman. That's right. And, you know, I did the same, but the other way around. So I turned Siri on my iPhone into a male voice because I didn't want to be giving a woman orders and telling her what to do. I thought it'd be more fun to tell a man what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Remind me I'm going on this radio show. <laughs> That's great. Um, and humor always helps. And, and what, what a nice note to, to end on um, is that this is very serious and it can 
cause us tremendous stress, we need to also learn to laugh and to um, know that the future is coming, that the present is changing, and we are part of this change. So I thank you so much for being a leader and for helping us understand the situation and to suggest ways, proven ways to um, to change it. And I encourage everyone to purchase the authority gap, why women are still taken less seriously than men, and what we can do about it. That's the key, is what we can all do about it. I encourage you also to go to Marianne's website, Marianne. Seekhart.com, M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-S-I-E-G-H-A-R-T.com. Thank you so oh, much, Marianne. Authoritygap.com. Thank you. The authoritygap.com oh, will also take okay. you there. It's easier to spell. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much and, and all thank the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video and awakening your inner angelic light body video, read my latest blogs and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing or remote healing, reading the Akashic records or tarot, past life regressions house and office clearings, dream interpretation, channeling your family guardian angel, and more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop, a speech for you or any of my speeches or workshops, such as connecting with your soul, dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, healing physically, mentally, and emotionally, discovering hope and silver linings, awakening new chakras, and the ultimate creative problem-solving process. Or I can design something specifically for you and your group. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When when you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Cherian, who's the Archangel of Overcoming Obstacles and Achieving Victory. Ask for his help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you overcome the obstacles to women achieving equal authority. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Cherian, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me overcome the obstacles preventing women from reaching their full potential. You can even be more specific and say something like Archangel Cherry, and I give you permission, positive way only, to help me overcome the blockages within myself that prevent me from being in my full power. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please listen next Thursday when Lisa Campion 
will be here to talk about how to protect yourself from energy vampires, set boundaries, and heal. On March 17th, when Dr. Kat Young returns to talk about Magical Trees, a guidebook for finding magic in everyday trees using crystals, spells, essential oils, and rituals. And March 24th, when Lynn Patner will be here to discuss The Awakened Soul, Discovering the Light Within. This is Dr. Paul, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life. Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.